Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is Ashley and today we're going to be discussing this amazing experience I had while camping once. So, um, get ready for this thrilling tale. Okay, so, the sun was blazing down on us. We hadn't taken into account how hot it was when we decided to go and walk on this trail. The only thing that was on our mind was our boredom. You see, we were camping and decided that the best way to spend our time was walking on this trail we found. There were four of us there, myself and then my three cousins, Emily, Brooke, and Maddie. So, quickly into this trail, we were already struggling. It started in this huge open field, and the only thing to shade us from the sun was this, like, two-foot-tall grass on either side of us. Each step was agony. The four of us just wanted to give up. And just as our bodies were about to stop working, the trail headed into the trees. We thanked the heavens for finally freeing us from the sun's incredible heat. Now, it was mid-July, so one could imagine the heat that we were now escaping. So then, as we continued, the trail headed towards this lake. And there were two lakes at this campground. There was a larger one where you could swim in and uh, ride on a boat, you know? And then there was the smaller one that the trail was by. So, at this smaller lake, there was this little dock. So, we stepped out, and we're looking at the beautiful blue lake. And we could see, like, little fish jumping around, you know, doing fish stuff. But then, a couple people came to fish. So, then we just decided, let's get back to the trail. So, as we continued our walk, we heard the sounds of little animals in in the trees. (laughs) Of course, we were creeped out, praying that there wasn't some sort of serial killer after us. But luckily enough, we saw the birds that were flying around and making those noises. Thankful that it was not the serial killer we thought it was. So, while the trail was already near the lake, it began to get very close, and there was only about three feet between us and the water. That was when we noticed them. The frogs. None of us realized that frogs were a fear of ours until that moment. Each step we took, more and more little frogs would jump around. There had to be at least 20 or so. Despite our fears, we tried to tiptoe around them. As badly as we wanted to run, we thought it better to not step on the frogs. While, yes, they were rather frightening, we didn't necessarily want to step on them and kill them because that's traumatizing. So, we seemed to be walking in frog territory for about five minutes or so, and there were so many little green things hopping around. Eventually, the frogs stopped hopping, and we were all happy to be out of their area. The trail continued back away from the lake, and we were in the denser trees again. This was nice, again, because we didn't have to deal with the sun beating down on us. We did, however, still have to deal with the sounds of the animals. Then, the trail began to turn into a slight hill, and we could see at the top of the hill that it was very open. We were filled with excitement because we really thought that the trail was over, but what we saw on the other side was the exact opposite. A small house stood in the middle of this field. It was clearly very old because it was a log cabin that looked like it was about to fall apart. There was also one of those historical markers next to it. Curiosity got the best of us and we headed towards the sign. It read that a family had lived there in the late 1800s and this was their home. We walked around to the other side of the house and saw the door was open. We headed inside and there was a small standing area. Around the standing area was this wooden wall about three feet high and then on top of that was all glass. So, we couldn't really go into the house, but we could at least look in it. But the downside was that there was no lighting in the house, so it was there was only lighting in the standing area. So, the inside of the house was pretty dark. So, we all got our phone flashlights out and shined them in. 
and it was very creepy. There was old wooden furniture, and it was set as if the family still lived there. That creeped us out, so we did what any uh, rational person would do. We started running out of there because creepy, you know? So then, a couple feet away from the house, there was another historical marker. We walked up to it and read. It said that the people who lived here were buried in the yard. Um, us cousins stood there, staring at each other, um, unable to comprehend what we had just read. Were there really dead people underneath us? We looked right behind the marker and saw a small area surrounded by an iron fence. Inside of that fence were the four headstones of each family member's grave. Terror filled our bodies, and we- Oh my god. (laughs) Terror filled our bodies. Why had they kept these bodies here and turned the area into a campground? We didn't know. Either way, we darted back towards the trail and got out of there as quickly as possible. We were still creeped out while walking on the trail. We hoped that it would end quickly because we were not having a great time, you know? Just when we thought things couldn't get any worse, the frogs were back. When leaving the hill with the cabin, you had to walk towards or you had to walk down towards this more muddy part of the trail. Um, and the muddy part was home to many more frogs. Not only did we have to dodge the frogs with each step, but we had to attempt to get the least amount of mud on our shoes as possible. My cousin Brooke couldn't take it anymore, and she started sprinting out of the mud. We warned her to be careful, but that was the last thing on her mind. Luckily for us, the mud didn't last too long. We all told Brooke she needed to be more careful, because, in our minds, what was worse than frogs hopping would be stepping on one. And then, another lucky thing was, you know, we didn't get that much mud on our shoes, so that was pretty nice, too. So, just as we did before, we were so sick and tired of this trail. We wanted it to be over. We wanted to go back to the camper and do nothing for the rest of the day because this was traumatizing. So, we had to deal with the frogs twice. This creepy log cabin and then the graveyard. We needed a break from this. And we needed to relax for a little bit. So, as the trail was coming to an end, it headed back towards the lake, which meant more frogs. Why there were so many frogs at this campground, we didn't know. I saw more frogs there than I've seen in my entire life. It was literally insane. There were so many. It was so weird. So, initially, this was pretty bearable. It was the same as before. Every other step would cause a little frog to hop around. You know, they would just be sitting there waiting for you to walk before they would jump. It wasn't the most pleasant thing, but it was something we'd already dealt with, and we could easily deal with it again. That quickly changed, however. Mm-hmm. So my cousin Maddie was walking in front of me on this part of the trail. We were kind of walking in a line so that the person in the front would set the frogs off and get them to hop around. So then, like, the people in the back wouldn't really have to deal with them. You know, it was like a nice little setup we had. It, w- it was working for the most part. But then Madeline started startled. Oh, my God. <laughs> this huge frog. It had to at least be the size of, like, a baseball or something, whereas all the other frogs were very small, and I'd say about ping-pong ball size, you know. You know, small, but then this huge frog jumped out, scared all of us. It was horrifying. Seeing a frog that large caused all of us to freak out, and we started sprinting. We couldn't be walking nice and slow, because we were traumatized by this point. As we were running, the frogs were also hopping. They didn't want to get stepped on, so they hopped out of the way, you know that's a normal thing to do one of these frogs decided to use my leg as a boost though its little legs bounced off my leg and that caused me to start screaming and running even faster 
Just when we thought it would never end, we saw the end of the trail and we raced towards freedom while still screaming. Once we got out of the trail, we kept on running. While our screams had stopped, we couldn't slow down. We wanted to get as far away from that trail as quickly as possible. The people in the campground were all giving us weird stares, but that was the least of our concerns. We continued to run until we finally made it back to the campsite. We thought that we were going to be going on a nice trail through the forest, but instead we experienced all seven stages of grief. Shock, pain, and anger were definitely emotions that this trail had made us felt feel. Oh. Um, so this experience made us realize that before trying something new, um, it would be wise to take into account that, you know, not everything is going to go your, pl- your way. Something may go wrong, and not everything is as nice as you picture it in your head. Um, so that was an experience I had um, summer 2020. It was not my favorite, but, you know, I don't know what else to say. You know, it was it was something. So thank you for listening and tune in next time if there is a next time. I'm not sure if there will be a next time, but whatever.